0: The following episode of The Walking Dead podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is the premier source of spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. Choose from their extensive catalog of over 215,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, comedy specials, magazine and newspaper publishers, business information providers, as well as many other products. Audible is also the preeminent provider of spoken word audio podcasts for Apple's iTunes Store. In addition to audio programs from outside publishers, Audible.com introduces Audible Studios. Matching the most imaginative and esteemed authors with the world's best performers, including Academy Award winners, respected stage actors, and Juilliard graduates, Audible Studios produces a diverse catalog of engaging audio ventures for every age. Sign up today for your free... No obligation trial membership at audibletrial.com forward slash dead. You'll get a free audiobook and you'll be helping to support the Walking Dead podcast. So head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash dead and start a new adventure today. And now we're pleased to present the latest episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. We always
1: think there's going to be more time. I
0: don't. It's the Walking Dead Podcast.
1: Got any advice for me? Yeah, I'd say make a lot for it.
0: This is the Walking Dead Podcast. A podcast dedicated to the Walking Dead television show on AMC and the Walking Dead comic from Image Comics.
1: Come on, come on! Back here.
0: So sit back, relax, and join the herd. <laughs> with me as always is Mr. Gary. I'm here. You are. <laughs> Indubitably.
1: Indubitably. <laughs>
0: that going.
1: Yeah, why not? It's, it works. It's, it's our thing, kind of. In
0: addition to continuing to be indubitable, we're back. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get moving on the second part of season nine.
1: Boy, are we. Yes. Aren't you surprised? <laughs> I
0: there mean, I'm a little cool.
1: surprised we're still doing this.
0: You know, I was thinking this month marks five years that we've been doing this together.
1: That's right. We started in the spring.
0: In the February of two thousand fourteen, in when season four, when episode four point nine
1: came on. Well, happy right. anniversary, Scott. Yes, sir. Happy potiversary.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm not. I'm gonna set aside the fact that it is we're recording on Valentine's Day because I don't want that to get too weird.
1: <laughs> <But still. laughs> oh, um, disregard the flowers I sent to your house.
0: I thought that was from my wife.
1: Oh. <clears throat>
0: now, why did I think that my wife would never get me flowers? <laughs> this is episode 225 of the podcast. But first, the boilerplate. As always, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast@gmail.com at com, or by posting a comment on our Facebook page. Woohoo. You know where that is.
1: Yeah, it's somewhere on Facebook
0: yeah
1: yeah maybe like facebook.com slash walking dead podcast something like that or maybe it's on twitter i'm not I, i'm kind of not is, really sure
0: that is literally the only reason i log into facebook anymore With <laughs> the post that we did the show so you know cool
1: yeah i can't blame you
0: yeah nothing of value there for me uh you can also give us a call on our voicemail line at five six one five zero one one four eight three, and let us know what's on your Walking Dead mind. Again, that's five six one five zero one one four eight three. We cannot tell you how to get to the Department of Motor Vehicles, nor do we fill <laughs> orders for pizza. That's and before. um, Gary, by the way, the Tally, only call that's I got. a vicious stereotype that he's called for pizza.
1: Actually, the only uh, <laughs> the only call I got during this whole hiatus was a call for movie phone, which really i I also don't do so
0: you got a call for a movie phone really
1: (laughs) no i was saying with the (laughs) the voicemail line that i'm always manning the phones Uh, (laughs) i was saying someone called to ask maybe
0: you actually did get a call for movie phone that would be cool
1: that would be cool i don't i don't even know if movie phone is
0: a thing anymore i would like ran with that
1: yeah it would have been funny (laughs) It's,
0: it's it's a thing yeah it may be like a dead thing, but it's a thing. Anyway,
1: I wonder if there's still like an actual number you can do that with anymore. It's kind of useless at this point, but it'd be funny. I
0: don't know. I, I usually do it right through the, the theater's webpage.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not really worth it. There's so many apps and websites nowadays, it's not even worth it.
0: It's like travel agents.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the, the travel agencies. How does a travel agent make money? That's when a good people, question. I mean, most travel agents went on a business as soon as you could, you know, had, um, what were the, the roaming gnome, Travelocity? Yeah, um, I think
1: most uh, like, uh, people that go to travel agents, they only go if they really want that like personal touch to it. I you guess. know, someone to like, talk them through it and like pick places to go and stuff like that. I guess. That's what they figure.
0: I guess, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And now on to the main event, a recap of season nine, episode nine, Adaptation which I think is a very interesting name for these series of episodes. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back, and... Got some answers to some questions and a little bit more information. But first, before we do all that, we have a uh, Gary has a s- news story that he would like to share. So, please, yeah. go for um, it.
1: Thank you. I've been holding on to this one for a little bit. Uh, it was put out December twenty sixth. Um, but we like to talk about little different uh, stories here from time to time of uh, you know Walking Dead ratings or you know what's going on with the show trajectories things like that so i thought it was interesting that this year the walking dead was officially the most pirated and torrented tv show of this year so even though the ratings are going down it definitely still has an active fan base and um apparently <laughs> The, the article does note that the only reason that it actually is the most pirated show this year is because Game of Thrones didn't have any new episodes because every year that Game of Thrones has new episodes, it's the most pirated show. But I guess the walking dead is always number two. So huh? it's not too bad. That's interesting. Yeah. I thought it was interesting too. I guess since, uh, let's see.
0: Uh, it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. with um, Game of Thrones because it's, mm-hmm. unless you pay for HBO or you somehow steal cable. mm mm-hmm. Um, you won't be able to watch it. I imagine uh, I would be interested to see how much the degree that Star Trek Discovery is torrented as well.
1: Since I wonder if it has a list down
0: here. Since a major complaint about that is people don't want to pay for CBS All Access to watch it.
1: Okay, so it doesn't have any numbers. Oh, yeah, but...
0: and a lot of people think it sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it doesn't have any numbers associated with you know how many downloads or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, the top 10 is The Walking Dead, The Flash, The Big Bang Theory, the Flash Vikings. Yeah, I thought that was different too. Um, Vikings was number four. Uh, really? Titans, the new DC show, was number five. I
0: haven't seen that
1: yet. Me neither. Um, which also makes sense because it's, it's a subscription service thing. Right. you know. So makes sense. Yeah. It is, it's I know. I know
0: it is. I'm not yeah. it, I know.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, number six was Arrow. Number seven was Supernatural. Number eight was Westworld. Number nine is DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And number 10 is Suits.
0: That doesn't make any sense to me at all. Why would anybody pirate Legends of Tomorrow? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Why? Um, But it's funny. Looking at the list, though, it does show what their ranking was last year. I guess Titans, Supernatural, Westworld, and Legends of Tomorrow weren't on the list last year. I Um, don't
0: know. And again, don't know why Legends of Tomorrow is on the list at all.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um... Most of them make sense to me, like those CW superhero shows are popular. Big Bang Theory is the biggest show on TV.
0: Um, you know what you know what's, sucks
1: what's that?
0: about those DC shows is that whatever is going on with CW, mm-hmm. see, this is what I'm afraid. Everybody's going to want to have their own streaming app for their, their content, and they're not going to put it anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, thank God NBC hasn't done that. I mean, they have an app and you can stream off of it, but you don't have to pay for it. You get commercials in it, but yeah. you don't have to pay for it. But they put all their shows on Hulu. Mm. Um, CBS, of course, they have their own thing now. ABC still uses Hulu. Hulu, yeah. mm-hmm. You can use theirs just like NBC and to pay for it. CBS, I mentioned already. Mm-hmm. Um, the CW is kind of a weird thing. Yeah. They took all their stuff off of Hulu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't, and the only place you can see streaming of current content is on their app. You don't have to pay for it, but they don't stack.
1: Yeah, they only have the last five episodes. They
0: only have the last five episodes, right. Yeah. However, they're supposedly, according to their agreement, they put everything on Netflix the day after their season ends.
1: Yeah, so you don't have to wait until the fall for the new episodes, but you still have to wait until the season's over. So.
0: Yeah, and and so like I'm in a situation where I moved in the middle, and because of the cable service areas, everything that was on my hard drive on my DVR mm-hmm. where I lived, I can't. The it won't interface here because uh-huh. of the cable service area, even though it's the same company.
1: That's annoying. I
0: don't know how that works, but yeah. so I can't watch any of that stuff that I lost, and I never get to it.
1: Yeah, so that's annoying.
0: I certainly have to wait until the summer to to watch it and that's what i've had in the last two years
1: i don't have a DVR, so unfortunately i mostly just watch it on the cw app you know when i can keep up with it or i catch up on netflix at the end Mm
0: -hmm. if if um we weren't doing the show this show (laughs) i would probably be watching walking dead in the summertime yeah or after it came out on netflix because or i would record it and like i did with season three (laughs) i wouldn't show then i didn't watch season three until it was completely off over yeah because i just was busy
1: i'd still keep up with it too but like you i'd probably just binge it at the most you know after the mid-season and after um, yeah the season's over but probably just like in one big chunk during the summer or something like that
0: well that's what i've been doing with fear the walking dead at Mm -hmm. least with that one i did watch it within a couple of weeks of the episodes being on but as we were talking off air Hmm. That show is so much better. Yeah. In many ways, it's better than the main show.
1: Although it's... I do think the main show is making moves to improve itself. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll see how that goes. But it, I like the, the path they're taking, and I think it's going oh. to a good place.
0: Well, I think that Angela Kang, who's the new showrunner, said they wanted to uh, inject some new direction into it and kind of redo it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they've lost two-thirds of their audience over – two people getting their heads bashed in basically. Yeah. Yeah. and, and so, I mean, they used to, they used to routinely get between 13 and 16 million viewers a week. And then after the premiere of season seven or season eight, was it season seven or season season seven? Yeah. They, um, you know, they, they lost their audience evaporated.
1: I was just looking actually at the ratings earlier today. Yep. Um, and they've been holding fairly steady this season, yeah. Yeah. but the, the premiere was 6 million and it's been basically hovering around five. Yep. The rest of the season we're at 5.16 for this episode. So
0: also for AMC, that is that is far and away better than the total ratings ever were for Mad Men.
1: And I'm sure for a Sunday night on cable, like there's still, I think actually, you know what? I did see that in the article. I read um, walking dead was number one and talking dead was number three, I think. For terms yeah. of viewers. So I mean it's still up there, um, but it's a far cry from what it was.
0: Well, that's interesting. I, I don't foresee them. I mean, fear the walking dead, even though it's better, it still gets less viewers than the Walking Dead. Yeah. About a million that's, or so. Yeah. But that but makes I mean, sense. If you look at the total viewers, the total viewership's up around eight million.
1: Oh oh for with the D V R viewing and all yeah. that?
0: Yeah. Okay. The live viewing is only about five million, but their total viewers is about eight, and they still got a pretty healthy market share. Like, th- I think they were three, three, three,
1: which is pretty. That's not good. bad. Yeah, no. and Wait, that's if-
0: on a five, and that's on the basic. I think that's on on the if the the live viewer. That's really
1: good. Yeah, that is really good.
0: That's the what kept Mad Men on the air. Is their total viewership was not. Very high, but a much higher percentage of that viewership was in the in the market share.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, because even if the ratings aren't good, the market share is what they really look at, because that's, that's what that's like, what keeps it on the air. air.
0: That's what keeps yeah. it on the air. That eighteen to forty nine group is the uh, biggest at uh, the biggest consumers.
1: Yep, that makes sense.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that's very interesting.
1: Yeah. Nice food. little uh, food for thought.
0: Yep. There's also, of course, the news recently that. Denai Guerrero is leaving. Yes, I can't remember. Is it after next season? I think it's. After- um,
1: I forget if it was after next season or after this season's finale. But oh,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it's after this season because mm-hmm. I mean, she was in a movie that's been nominated for movie of the year or best picture, Black Panther. Yeah, she was also in Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I imagine she'll be in Endgame. It's like Lauren Cohan. Lauren Cohan is on his main cast on a new show on ABC.
1: I it's saw like, that. Yeah, I saw a commercial by. for that the other day. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, uh, you know, she was, well, we'll get into that. But.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, basically, um, I thought this was a very good episode. Um, wasn't real fast paced, but there were some parts of it that were good, that were, were action ba- uh, based, which mm-hmm. I thought were well done. Overall, as I've said many times on a, on a lot of these things, this this particular is a very good adaptation of the book. Yeah. Um. The Negan stuff apparently is also adapted from the book, but this that stuff occurs much later or occurs farther along in the story than where the rest of it is in the book. Oh, really? The thing about him leaving and then coming back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like he does here, that's adapted. I think. Scott Gimple said that's adapted from part of the book just at a later point in the story than the rest of it, than the whole uh, um, Magna's group coming and in the in the Meeting the Whisperers. That'll yeah. happen significantly before because, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, Magna's group actually, they snoop around at night to try to learn more about the Alexandrians because... Mm-hmm. Unlike in the show, they're basically welcomed into Alexandria. They're saved. The, the whole thing happens where they're they're surrounded by a herd. In the book, the herd is much larger. It's like a super herd. And the guy, remember the guy with the the colorful shirt that Magnum mentioned? Oh yeah, Bernie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bernie's death is actually depicted in the in the comic. I mean, it's only oh. they didn't need to do it for the show. They just reference it but it's mentioned it, you actually see it happen in the in the book one thing i also forgot was that um, kelly is the younger sister
1: mm-hmm.
0: and connie is the the older sister who's deaf yeah right mm-hmm. connie doesn't exist in the book i didn't realize that she's a character she's a character specifically for the tv show mm. and There's a character named, actually, I'm sorry, there's a character named Connie, but the Connie character in the book is more like Kelly. She's not deaf and she's kind of sassy in the book. There is a Kelly character, but it's a dude. Oh, really? Yeah. So they kind of changed that up, which I thought was a very interesting way to do it. They Instead, they created them as sisters, and I guess they felt there weren't enough women in that group.
1: Hmm.
0: And I think there's actually only one man. <laughs> yeah, right?
1: true.
0: I think they changed that up and made it ma- mainly women. And I don't remember that—at least to the point I've read—that Magna and um, Yomiko. Oh yeah, Yomiko uh,
1: or whatever, Yeah.
0: Yeah, are in a relationship. I think that's just designed for TV. I, yeah, I don't think that's in the book. Maybe they reveal it later, but up to the point I read, they hadn't revealed it yet. So just hmm. as an interesting aside, I thought the uh, the combat scenes between the whispers and our, our friends were very well done.
1: Yeah, that uh, was cool. The
0: cemetery thing isn't isn't in the book. And, of course, Jesus doesn't die in the book. Yeah. At least at that point. Um, and, on, and they mentioned I was reading an, an article where they talk about how all these characters have died or left the show. Mm-hmm. Particularly, um, Jesus, and <laughs> that that's quite at odds because not only he's alive, but all these other characters are still alive in the in the book. <laughs> like Carl and and, mm. Rick is yeah. still and at the point I'm at, Andrea is still alive. She's in fact she's the one in the relationship with Rick, not Michonne. What's Michonne- interesting,
1: and we've talked about this before, is how they adapt the story using other characters all the time. Yes. yes. Like they, they've used Carl's role with filled Carl's role with Judith, as far as the whole Negan, you know, side thing. It,
0: Yeah, that part. Yeah. And they also yeah. adapted Carl's role to this kid, Henry. Yeah. Right. Yep. The whole, the whole interaction between Henry and Lydia, the whisperer, mm-hmm. the capture, that's actually between Carl and Lydia in the book. And Carl's got, Carl got in trouble. So he has to sit in the drunk tank <laughs> for the night so he's down there of course there's no daryl in the book because daryl doesn't exist in the book but um getting along with that the the scenes where they capture lydia and the scene at the end where that one whisperer pulls out a double-barreled shotgun
1: yeah
0: luke and alden that's right out of the book too that was cool except in the book the character with the gun just says don't move (laughs) whereas in the show she says end of the line (laughs) I like it. the show as I thought much better.
1: Yeah, that's a cool line.
0: So, but but the fact that they did that, I thought was great.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of little moments like that that harkened back to imagery and stuff from the book, which oh, I yeah. thought was
0: really cool. And that and that particular that scene is straight out.
1: I'll, yeah, I'll, almost shot for I'll, shot, like, shot like you said. Yeah,
0: yeah, we got a little more on at least the significance of those scars, or at least an implication of it that Michonne on Michonne there. Excuse me, on Michonne and Daryl's backs? Yeah. Because Michonne alluded to something that happened after Rick exited the picture when she thanked Daryl for continuing to look for Rick and for what happened after. Yeah. I know, I, as I'm thinking about it, as I'm thinking about it, I, I believe that was all Michonne doing the thanking, but part of that might have been Daryl thanking her. But I think it was all, she thanks, Daryl says, I'm sorry, I couldn't find him. And Michonne says, thank you for looking, and then thank you for after. Yeah. So that, in, that to me is sort of a, more information on what's up with those scars. It's something that happened after. Mm. And I something. wonder how they'll actually address that. We also got a little clearer picture of why the community is separated.
1: Yeah, that was neat
0: it appears to be to pool their resources. I did think, however, it was a little fast for Aaron to become so quickly an isolationist just because Jesus was killed. Cause it's, it's not like he hasn't lost friends before.
1: Yeah. That was a little convenient. Like, I mean, I, I get where they're going with the story with it, you know, but at the same time, like you said, he's lost people before and yeah, they just I mean, kind of started to throw that in that him and Jesus were starting to bond and you know,
0: Ah, that might have been it. Because they didn't really talk about any kind of romantic connection.
1: No, I mean, that's why. But I mean, they showed that training sequence. Right, you know, yeah. The, was they had a few hints there that they were starting to grow closer. But he's uh, also lost people close to him before. So. Lost Eric? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just I thought that was a little quick. Apologizing to Michonne for not agreeing with her sooner. I, I just didn't. That didn't really work for me.
1: Yeah, like I get why they're doing it, you know, and I get where they're oh, yeah. trying to take the story, but it's also like you said too, a little kind of convenient yeah. just for the plot.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like um, kind of like how Michonne so very quickly hated the governor without yeah, any for no real reason. without any real justification for cuz he was nothing but nice to both her and Andrea. You know, later uh, later I can understand, but before he tried to kill her, I mean, before she left and he tried to tried to kill her uh he was nothing but nice to both of them and she hated him like almost from the go and i'm like it seems like she just hated him because of the plot she hates him so they just made her quickly hate him
1: yeah i understand you know with that story they were trying to make the governor well just you know, have him start off as a sympathetic character but then yeah. it also made no sense for her to hate him so much
0: yeah and and for- let's face it in, in the book there's a real reason why she hates him. He yeah. <laughs> locked her up in a shed and raped her for a week. Yeah. So, but, and then of course she paid him back by, you know, doing some surgical operations on some of him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a certain member.
0: And his eye. <laughs> yeah. And I think she cut off his arm too.
1: Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, and it was one limb. I forgot which one. Yeah. Well, she, two yeah, limbs. <laughs>
0: she kills the, the girl, in the, the, the zombie girl in the closet.
1: Oh yeah, kills the daughter. And,
0: uh, yeah, takes his spoon,
1: <laughs>
0: carves out his eye, and then like sodomizes him with the spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I and forgot about cuts that. Cuts off his arm, and then cuts off you know something else.
1: I forgot. And about you're that. like
0: the whole time after what he did. I mean, literally chained her up in a shed. Yeah. And, like raped her for a week or longer. You, you're like not feeling a, an ounce of sympathy for him.
1: <laughs> not at all. No. No.
0: And of course they made it they kind of humanized her by making her be horrified by what she did afterwards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> but uh I found the Negan segment somewhat interesting. Me too. He'd rather go back than to a cell than be alone.
1: And I liked the um the symbol of, symbolism of his whole adventure. You know, like yeah. the way he walked through the clearing where he killed Glenn and Abraham to get to the sanctuary. Oh, did he? Then, that that yeah, was? I don't know if you noticed. It was the same location that he walked through. And then I, he gets to the sanctuary.
0: I really but, could tell because that whole thing takes place at night.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: I didn't know that, though. That is that is very interesting.
1: Yeah. And then when he gets there, it's just, was it Zombie Big Rich? Was that his yeah, name? Yeah, I guess.
0: I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, Big Rich wasn't a zombie, yeah, but,
1: there was the the one guy there that left at yeah. the sanctuary, the cool. zombie. And then he just walks around and, like, tries to, like, kind of feel powerful again. And it just doesn't happen. And he realizes. Well, I,
0: just, I like it when the other zombies come and then Big Rich, like, goes in to go with the zombies. And then he goes out and kills the other zombies so that that one zombie <laughs> will come back and keep banging yeah. on the door.
1: <laughs> that was cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I thought when he arrives back at the sanctuary and he walks in on the platform and he whistles. Mm-hmm. It says, Daddy's home. I thought that was a phenomenal visual. They showed that in the in the coming attraction scenes for the season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Without you knowing anything about it, like you think maybe there's people in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Says,
0: Daddy's home. And all you can see is he's holding what appears to be a bat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he
0: was wearing like a leather jacket from when those dogs tried to, <laughs> to eat him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I you feel sorry for the dog when he put the zombie in there. Even though that dog tried to eat him. <laughs>
1: Me too. And I liked how um, when he did come back afterwards that Judith made good on it and shot him. Right I thought
0: that was amazing. Yeah.
1: That was she, really cool.
0: She just He's coming up the road on that motorcycle and then bang. It hits him and he's like not really mad at her. He's yeah. like, damn girl. <laughs> and then she takes back the pocket watch. Yeah. Was that? Was that was Herschel's the, pocket watch?
1: It was the compass.
0: Oh, the compass. Where did he get that from?
1: I forget. I remember it was a important thing.
0: Yeah, I'm I don't remember where that's from.
1: Because I know, like, even earlier in the episode, when he's sneaking out and Judith catches him, he says, "Do yeah. you want the compass back or something like that?" And she's like, Said, "No, you no. Can't. you need it to yeah. find your way or whatever."
0: And I, she's that dynamic is really it, to me it's far more interesting than the one in the book because it's just in the book is he. Carl goes down there and talks to Negan Every day Yeah, And at the end though Negan's like Do you still want to kill me Carl? And Carl's like (laughs) but of course (laughs) (laughs) And I like that Negan's like dude I thought we were
1: friends (laughs) I think like you say Basically like you said um, The Judith and Negan dynamic Is giving us the same Vibe and tone of the Carl dynamic, but they're doing oh. it better.
0: Oh yes, I, I like. I think Judith is much more witty than Carl. Carl yeah. in the book is kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, particularly at this stage of his life, mm-hmm. um, when he's a teenager. So he's now annoying anyway, and now he's teenager annoying.
1: Yeah. Um, teenage boy, <laughs> teenage <So> boy annoying.
0: <laughs> I, I like Judith. Probably only like eight or nine years old,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. She's just really smart and really world worldwise. Plus, the only problem I, the only issue I had with her shooting that pistol, her daddy's Colt. Yeah. That in real life it probably would have knocked her down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know, let's not get bogged down in details. Um, I would have liked to learn more about the reason why Maggie left, other than Whiskey Cavalier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Lauren Cohen sounded like she left mainly due to wanting more money and because she's in higher demand now, which makes sense. Yeah. From a business standpoint, salary demand is part of what makes an actor more in demand in general.
1: I think it was partially the salary thing. Of course, you know, money always is a big deal. I mean, and she is still young and vital and in demand. But I think, honestly, part of it, maybe even the bigger part of it, I would just imagine as an actor, Doing the same thing for eight years or seven years—how long she's been on the yeah, show? Six years,
0: but it's money ultimately.
1: But I mean, the show's but, starting to dwindle, so why not jump ship now and I to that's do something true. else while you're still young and you know to actually? But that's
0: career. that's also money. Yeah if you stay on a show till it goes down, well then you're getting and trying to get work cause you need another job. But if you leave on your own terms, you can't, I left this thing and I was making good money. I think it is primarily money. And also she had these other roles she was being offered that yeah. were probably offering her more money. Yeah. Does she really want to give that up for a character also that she says she didn't really feel was going anywhere? She said she kind of felt she played it out and she was becoming comfortable with the character, meaning there was nothing new. Yeah. Tom, uh, I can't remember his last name right now, the guy who played Jesus was saying that he liked the, what? Payne. Right, Tom Payne was saying he really loved playing Jesus and he loved being part of The Walking Dead, but he says playing a character now the last few times, the episodes, it just wasn't any fun. It wasn't doing anything interesting. Yeah. So I think he was like ready to, to leave because it really wasn't.
1: Well, there I really wonder aside from, oh, sorry, what?
0: There really wasn't anything interesting that Jesus was doing.
1: I wonder aside from Jesus and the few main characters we have lost to death recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like a lot of these big guys are going to come back in the movies. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. I I you think you like, might have a Rosenberg situation
1: yeah (laughs) that's what i'm thinking because like even um uh sorry lauren cohen Mm -hmm. um i could see her being brought back in for a movie or two or
0: or what if whiskey cavalier doesn't do well
1: true (laughs) she might come crying back with her table well
0: they could write her they could write her back into the story
1: that's true her show might not do so well and she might eventually come back or at least do a movie or two um, I mean, it'll they, be interesting to see where they take these movies
0: there's been shows like the one she's doing now where she plays their mm-hmm. secret agents and she, it's largely about the rivalry between her and this other agent as to who's in charge of the team
1: oh is that what it is and there her. seems
0: to be some kind of romantic undertone between their interaction hmm. so I mean they've had shows like that before maybe yeah. they'll develop, I don't know I like that Magnus Group has been accepted at the hilltop.
1: Yeah, me too. As I mentioned,
0: uh, they were quickly welcomed at Alexandria, and I would be remiss if I didn't point out that Nadia Hilker's hot. <laughs> Plus, she didn't... I mean, I really like her character, too. Honestly, like... She's honestly very like, strong.
1: Yeah, and her acting is really good. Yeah. You know, like, I love the way she plays it. Like, yeah, uh-huh. she's a girl, too, but, like, I... I really like her character, and she's been one of the big surprises for me this season, to be honest.
0: Yep, yep. She has, she's played characters, I guess, like that. She was on the 100 for mm. a while. I didn't watch, I think I watched the pilot of that one. Uh, which, I mean, it's just, I just didn't have time to add that to. But I don't yeah. know if that's still on, but you I guess Alicia Debnam Carey was on that too.
1: I, know, I think I watched the first season of it, maybe. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. I know CW puts most of their shows on there, but um, it's an interesting premise and a cool show. I don't remember her character necessarily. I only watched a little bit of it. But... I guess all the, all
0: the hot chicks are on there.
1: <laughs> it's one of those, um, it's almost like kind of a modern version of... Um...
0: Lord of the Flies.
1: Yes, thank you. I yeah. couldn't remember the name of it. I was, I was, the only thing he could that's think of was Piggy.
0: exactly <laughs> what I thought when I saw the first episode.
1: Yep, that's exactly Go what it is. It's, yeah, it's all attractive young CW-type kids yep. and stuck on this planet.
0: On Earth. <laughs> yeah. Right, it was
1: Earth, I forgot about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's yeah. Earth after everybody moved up to the space stations.
1: Yeah, that's the right.
0: they fucked up the environment. I still don't know who left Negan's cell unlocked. No, they haven't. They're probably never going to reveal how that happened. Probably not. Uh, I already hate Tammy Rose from the Hilltop. Somebody yes. needs to throw her out the door. That's Brett Butler. Please. Earl's wife. I find her Please. very annoying.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes. I found the whole scene with Lydia highly annoying.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: Being hysterical like that. The scene, she this was adapted from she's much more calm. Yeah. Like she doesn't really fully understand what's going on. But in the... TV show, she was just annoyingly annoying.
1: I know you're going to get there too. It's one of your uh, comments, but I love the way Daryl played Henry uh-huh. and uh, uh, Lydia. Yep. That was so cool, and yep. you could see Daryl was just like, "I know what's going on." <laughs> um,
0: oh yeah, really- and I like how when she tells him what what Daryl couldn't get her, Daryl's actually sitting outside the window listening. Yep, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, that was really cool.
0: But I also liked, um, you know, I also liked how uh, Daryl his tactic for determining which is a walker and which is a (laughs) whisperer, shoot him in the leg if they don't if they don't exhibit a reaction we know they're a walker and then he shoots the next one in the leg and it's a guy and he's like ah
1: and then the the walkers eat him I thought (laughs) that that was awesome that was great I love that I I had that in my notes too that was one of my favorite moments. That was pretty early on in the show, too, but it was great.
0: Yeah. The whole thing with Henry that is, of course, as I mentioned, an adaptation of Carl's storyline in that part of the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm already over Henry. He's a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm not at, like, fuckstick Chris levels of oh, hating Henry, but... Almost there. He's getting there. <laughs> he's, he's trying to get there, it seems when like.
0: he ran after When he ran after the woman crying for help, mm-hmm. even though Carol said, don't, it could be a trap. He established that he's on the road to being a full-fledged fuckstick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that.
0: Yeah, if the adaptation of the story holds, he's about to very surely do something even more stupid. (laughs) Sounds about right. The Eugene loves Rosita thing is pretty close to the book, except Rosita and Eugene still live together from when she broke up with Abraham in the book. There's no Sadiq in the book, but the whole pregnancy thing is part of it. So that's that's pretty well done. I like the way they did it.
1: I forget, in the book, was she pregnant with Abraham's baby?
0: No, it's somebody she was messing around with. I don't oh, okay. recall that they said it wasn't anybody important.
1: Some side character probably wasn't Yeah, it was important.
0: just another, another person.
1: Another random community guy. She
0: apparently went out with um, Spencer.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, before he was, you know, eviscerated.
1: <laughs> eviscerated, good but word.
0: That has more, and I think they alluded to that in the show, too. That has more of the fact to do that he was another available guy about her age.
1: Yeah. True.
0: So, and this, I mean, there's no Sadiq in this in the in the book. So, but I, I I thought that was a pretty good a pretty good um, way to adapt it.
1: And remember it's a neat when, way to bring Sadiq more into
0: right. Yeah, and I like she says. You remember when we were having fun before Gabriel? <laughs> 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 All right, girl. <laughs> Damn,
1: yeah. she gets around.
0: She like said. Um, <laughs> Why not? How does she say? It? Get your rocks off! If the end of the, if the world's collapsing,
1: why not? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I forgot. Yeah, That's a good line.
0: <laughs> so I thought that works well, and that makes Eugene not so like weird.
1: Yeah. So uh,
0: yeah, uh, my other favorite part, and I mentioned that, was about uh, on the bridge there.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
0: good. And of course, when we mentioned when Judith shoots Negan. Yeah. I just thought that whole thing was very well done. And Me too. owing to Jeffrey Dean Morgan's immense talent as an actor and the complexity of Negan's character, I really think that added a lot to the show.
1: And honestly, I forget the girl's name, but uh, Judith, I feel like is a better actor than Chandel Riggs, especially at that age. Yeah. Um, no, no question. So, so it's really cool to see someone taking on that Carl part of the story. Uh-huh. that can really play that dynamic with Negan. Like it's kind of ridiculous that Negan's taking orders from a little kid, but at the same time, there really is a real mutual respect that you can see there, you That's, know, so it comes off. Low. Well,
0: I think with Negan, I think Negan on a certain level respects someone who's really smart. Yeah. He really is a formidable intellect because I think his general opinion is most people that he comes in contact with are stupid. Yeah. Uh, and think about it. He is a pretty smart guy himself. He put that probably put that whole savior's community together largely based upon the force of his will and his ideas. He's certainly a tyrant and a sociopath, but in many ways, but he also has a a part about him that really, like, he really had affection for Carl, and you can tell he was really moved when he found out that Carl died. Yeah. But he blamed it on Rick. So, and although Negan didn't have anything to do with Carl dying. Yeah. Uh, I think Rick It's understandable. Rick would blame Carl's death on Negan. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, I continue to be cautiously optimistic. And as I mentioned, in many ways, this is a new show.
1: I really like, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot before this season started. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to go from here? Several actors are talking about leaving the show and more have sense. Uh um what what are they gonna do you know how are they gonna play this are we gonna like it you know more or less even than we did already and i think they're really playing their cards pretty well it's not oh my god must watch tv but it's improving and i like the way they're going with it and i think it has a lot of potential to be something really cool once they really get running with it but i think um, that Another thing, yeah,
0: I agree. I think another thing that's interesting in terms mm-hmm. of the plot is that they're not really talking about it now. But a number of the primary, of prominent characters, particularly Alden, mm. that's the one who was walking with Luke in the woods.
1: Yeah,
0: Alden mm-hmm. is a save former savior.
1: That's right. I forgot. And about there that.
0: was another guy that went with um Michonne, or went when when they went on the rescue mission. That other guy was also a savior.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. It's not been ever mentioned anywhere, but it's kind of, it's not dissimilar to Tara's story where she was part of an enemy group and was eventually taken in by their group. Now they didn't know that she had been with the the governor. Yeah. But uh, until later, and Mm -hmm. then Maggie, Maggie forgave her and didn't hold it against her because she helped Glenn. But uh, there was all there was a fear that it, when Maggie found out that Tara was a, had been with the governor that she would that she would not accept her. But different. But I think it's interesting as a comparison. Yeah. Uh, the final thought I wanted to make was um, Denai Guerrero leaving the show. I think they'll take that out of the book story as well because in the book she leaves the group. Sometime between the end of the all out war and the beginning of volume 22, Hmm. she takes off and she goes and she's living with other people. She happens to come back, but she's like on a supply trading mission between this community and the confederation, which is the, the hilltop, the kingdom and Alexandria. Mm -hmm. And she appears to have just abruptly left previous to this and she was in a, she was in a relationship with Ezekiel and Ezekiel remains like uh, psychologically wounded because she just took off. Yeah. And wouldn't tell him what was wrong and wouldn't tell him why. And he, he's very hurt by it. And then when he does, when she does see him, she like barely speaks to him and he, his thing is, he and I think he's like, if she, if I just knew why, (laughs) but I don't know, she won't tell me. Hmm. And it's. I think it turns out that she doesn't tell him because she she left because she felt she was getting she was falling too much in love with him, and she didn't want to deal with what would happen if he died. Yeah, I believe I recall. I so, can see that. Um, they even adapted one of the Telltale game seasons for that story of what happens after she leaves. Hmm. So. All right. Well, that's um, all I have.
1: I just found one little thing uh, in my that was sent to me. Uh-huh. Um, did you know that Dwight is coming into Fear the Walking Dead?
0: No, I did not know that.
1: Just the, the Walking Dead official, which one is this? Instagram page posted something uh, today. Uh-huh. Uh, or yesterday, I guess, actually. Late last night. Um, Dwight is going to be in season five of Fear the Walking Dead. No way. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah,
0: He's a good character. You know, At the point I've read in the book, they mention him as he's the leader of the sanctuary now. Mm-hmm. But they don't talk about anything else.
1: I like the idea of between Fear the Walking Dead and potentially these movies, bringing back old cast members mm-hmm. um, and side characters and even main characters that have left the show for whatever reason and utilizing them in different ways. And like with Morgan, giving him a chance to shine. You know, and, and showing his story, which they couldn't really give him as much focus on no. the main show because they have so much else going on. He you know? is
0: really so much better of a character on TV
1: <laughs> yeah. than,
0: than in the book. He was just this whiny, little crippled, emotionally crippled person.
1: I think a lot of that goes to, aside from the writing, Lenny oh, James. Lenny though. James,
0: absolutely. Sure. And and the thing is, it his character works so much better. Hmm. With the characters on the other show Than here
1: Mm -hmm. It just fits better And
0: Yeah he Especially Garrett Dillahunt Yeah Those in in the show they've become like this Really close friendship And Garrett Dillahunt's character is just this He's this guy That has a sense of honor And he just He's very capable Mm -hmm. And he's also just a genuinely decent person and no matter what happens, he's just a genuinely decent person. And he really, you know, when he, from what I could gather, he not um, gather what is very clear. He didn't like being alone. And when he met Morgan, he really kind of bonded with him right away. Even though Morgan is like, eh, uh, yeah, it's nice to meet you, but I'm moving on.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, yeah. It just, I fear the walking that is so much better than it was. I mean, I really looked forward to this last season. They did introduce an element into it. I didn't care for the fucking crazy person who's seems to have determined that the only proper way to interact with other people is to like kill everybody they meet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've seen that the wolves, even Morgan was like that. Um, just that the outlook is that they have is that they have to kill everybody they come in contact with. Which I mean is just there's always some sort of a trauma that goes with it, they show. Like yeah. I don't know. I, I just couldn't figure out the wool I never really understood the wolves' philosophy. That they're the only people who are everybody else is bad, and so everybody else has to die. Yeah. Or be turned <laughs> into it. a walker, except them. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and they're so they're so obsessed with this philosophy that they have to actually go through the effort of breaking into a community and just massacring everyone <laughs> um, <I> still,
1: what <laughs> that that scene though <laughs> and Kevin Smith's description of it cracks me up every time <laughs> Do you remember that
0: Oh no, that was the episode total when he said it's like oral that never stops
1: yeah, but he was telling especially about that that like um Basically that that scene where they invade and they just show all the the shit going on and stuff like that. And it's just oh. like oh, it was so yeah. funny. I love that.
0: Yeah, that was Paul yeah. Butney liked that too. Yeah, that's right. This that's the funniest funny. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: Yeah, it's funny that uh, oh, I mean, the
1: little work, but you know.
0: Yeah, he. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm not not trying to be Paul Butney. Okay. <laughs> so you know, let's let's uh, let's let's. let's Let's dial it down there, buddy. (laughs) All right. (laughs) With the criticism. Well, I'm ending the show, man. I mean, we're done. I've I've had it. I'm ending. All right. I mean, this episode. This episode. Well,
1: there's never been a better time to be.
0: (laughs) Yes. An angry nerd. (laughs) Sort of like Angry Birds. And they made a fucking movie out of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did.
0: I don't know why. The big thing was they're an island of birds that can't fly.
1: Did you hear they're working on a Tetris movie?
0: Uh, and I don't want to hear any more.
1: Let's make a movie about shapes.
0: Shapes that interlock and (laughs) fall from the sky. All right, well, that's it for this week. Remember to leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcastgmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page. I don't even like saying Facebook page. Yeah. And you can also give us a call on our voicemail line at 561-501-1483.
1: Please, do it.
0: We already went through the anytime to be a better, you know, Angry Bird, yeah.
1: Angry Nerds, whatever. Yeah.
0: So stay safe on Angry Bird Island. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh,
1: pigs come to attack you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God! Bill <laughs> hater. Um, I hated it. Uh, so stay safe any place you are, and we'll see you back here for the next episode. And um, at some point soon, Gary, I would like to do an adaptation, as I mentioned, our, our recap of the comics. Let's do it. Volume 22. And Gary and I have been discussing in the future another podcast we're going to possibly be looking at, which would be a recap of the upcoming Amazon Prime show, The Boys.
1: Yes, that looks very good.
0: So I'm I'm very intrigued by it. It's a different take on the whole superhero thing and the corruption of celebrity. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it looks very pumped.
1: That show looks awesome.
0: Yeah, it's got a pretty good cast. Simon Pegg and, and Carl Urban are attached to it.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you shared that to me because I've i watched that trailer like probably five times now.
0: Yeah. I like it. And it looks really El- cool. Elizabeth Shue.
1: Yeah, Elizabeth Shue, yeah.
0: And um, oh, uh, Dennis Quaid's son. I think That's right, you said that. Quaid. I
1: forgot it was the Quaid's son, yeah.
0: Jack Quaid, isn't it? Very cool. It just looks like a, a it's such a, I think a, a unique take on the whole superhero thing. Mm-hmm that, I mean, it's, it looks interesting. So we're going to be looking at developing that. So stay tuned for information on that. If we go forward with that project.
1: So, yeah.
0: all right, well, have a good week. We'll see you back next time. Hike. Touchdown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> nice. <laughs>